0: well 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 hallelujah and thank you jesus god is so good you know i needed that praise report as we opened up bible study i needed that praise report i did not want to go through bible study wondering how deacon angela was doing she's in the hospital getting checked out and we just got a a um a good report that she is going to be able to go home tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. And I said, you know what, I'm going to ask the folks on a um, Bible study call to mention her into the ears of the Lord. Lord, we love her. Lord, you know we care so much about her. And, Father, we pray that you will move on her behalf in the name of Jesus. Let no demon have victory over her, and let her mind, oh God, be stayed on the Touch right now in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. And guess what? God has already done a portion of it. I don't think it's over, but we'll see what he says. Amen. All right. God bless you. Thank you so much for being on the call early. I'll try to keep everything muted um um it's it's storming on my end i don't know what it's doing everywhere else uh but it was just coming down hard out there so um I'm just believing God for uh a a bible study without a problem i'm i'm am just trusting God for protection, trusting God for deliverance in um in in the the smooth quiet um bible study amen thank you god thank you god thank you god for the privilege of another day thank you father for the privilege to teach your word thank you father for loving us so much to give us your word to give us your son to let him die on the cross for our sins and then to give us this opportunity to share this gospel thank you dear lord have your way tonight have your way in the name of Jesus. Bless us real good, we pray, that your will might be done in Jesus name. Amen. 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 You know, I said bless us real good that your will might be done because you know some folks if God's not blessing them, they won't serve. Help us, God. If God's not blessing them, they will not serve. Some folks need a blessing, and I thank God for bless even when I don't see the blessing, I'm still serving. I thank God for that 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 kind of tenacity, and I pray to God that you have it, that your that your aim is to please Him. Let's get back into this book, uh, becoming a prayer warrior by Elizabeth Els. Becoming a prayer warrior by Elizabeth Els. This is your first night on the call. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would get this book, very very powerful book, and just like any material you read. You're going to find little things in it that, that you may differ. But I always say, chew the meat, spit out the bones. Uh, that means take what you can get out of it, and then um, things that you don't see that, that, that's registering with you, guess what? Leave that alone. That's what I mean, spit out the bones. Leave that alone and keep it moving. So amen, amen. Amen we're We're here on page um, I really want to nineteen and did I put a date? I put a date here so let's let's look on page page fifty three and we're looking at types of prayers. Now again, please research, research, research. Some folks, you know what? I've been telling them to research. some folks I've been telling them to get on a Bible study call. Some of them I say, hey, you need to come to Sunday school, and it appears that, you know what, they just, they're just determined they're not going to do it. Let me tell you something. The more words you get, the stronger you're going to be. There were some folks, I believe their name was Harvey and Mother Lewis, and they said, how much do you love God? As much as you love his word, how much do you obey God? As much as you obey his word. How much do you trust God? As much as you trust his word. And if you, listen, how much do you know about God? Thank you, Holy Ghost. I was ready to move on. Holy Ghost said, know about God. He said, know about God. How much do you know about God? As much as you know about his word. And that's what we're talking about tonight. When it comes to your prayer Listen, you have got to know God in order to pray effectively. In order to pray effectively, you have got to know God. You have got to study this word. When it says, seek me, I don't know about you. Maybe you're outside uh, looking in the mall and looking in the park. Sometimes when you're uh, walking through the parking lot, and you may be looking for him between the cars. Listen, you may see God actively working through people, but you're not going to get to know God, the, li- the true and living God, the spiritual God. We said God is a spirit. You're not going to know him in the spirit until you get into this word. And I don't care how much the enemy fights you, you're going to have to keep the course. Paul said that, listen, I have fought a good fight. I have finished the course. Paul said, I'm pressing towards the mark. This mark. Let, let me tell you one thing. This mark is not just to please him. This mark has a a percentage of knowing him. Yeah, you're trying to please him. You got to know him to please him. Why do you say that, Pastor? Because in order to know what he likes, in order to please him, you got to know him. How you gonna How you gonna buy your wife a gift and you don't know what she likes? How you gonna get? How are you going to get the candy bar that she likes? How are you going to get the kind of flowers that she likes? Here you are bringing yellow flowers in, and, and and she loves the pink flowers, or she loves those psychedelic flowers. How are you going to get to know God? How are you going to please him if you don't know him? So, again, as we dig into this word tonight, watch this. You, you, you're looking there where it says, thank him for what he has done and we'll continue to do. And we'll continue to do. And that's why I say we transform our prayers, transform your prayers into acknowledging what God said he will do is coming to pass. He's going to do it. And matter of fact, he's actively doing it. So my protection is already done. My healing is already done. When I claim the promise, I'm healed, I'm whole, and I'm strong. I'm saying that not because I'm hoping, good God almighty. It's because I know my God said by his stripes I'm healed. That's what I sent to Pastor uh, David. I sent him the scripture, and the scripture said, it was taken from another translation, and it said, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. The punishment, good God Almighty, that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. It's done, you live in this mindset that it's already done, so I listen, I transform my prayer, and I'm continuously I remember they said Tiger Woods he was doing good his 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 golf game was good, he wanted to take it from good to great, so he went back and 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 practiced a whole new way of swinging. He took it to a whole nother level, even though he was good, he was taking it from good to great, from better to best you're doing better no 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 take it from better to best take it from good to great go to that level of excellence and what do you got to do go back to the drawing board start all over again listen get that yearning for him again thank you holy ghost don't get too far off i will go off on a tangent down a whole nother road the road might be good you might see it might be kind of scenic you kind of like what's going down there, but it's not what we plan to do. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So you get back to this thing knowing that he's going to continuously do it. That's how I got off. The next paragraph says, thanking awakens. Watch this. Thanking, aw- thanking awakens your love towards God as you acknowledge that you are his child. Again, here we go again, going back down that road. When you recognize, listen, you say, our Father, good God Almighty, you are his child. If you're his child, I'm expecting. Listen, I was telling uh, Pastor, Pastor Johnson that, that, that I want to check in with him right after Bible study. I want to check in with him, see how they're doing. Okay? Listen, this is how God does it. When, 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 when I'm trying to check in after Bible, he can check in while Bible study is going on. He gives you that peace, everything's going to be all right. Even in the midst of the doctor saying, listen, it looks like you had this. It looks like you were doing this. It looks like your body was shutting down. It looks like whatever, whatever your situation is, you've got to understand there's no situation that can be out of God's hands. There's no situation that can be out of God's control. So when you have that, listen, and I'm not talking about superficial. I'm not talking where this thing is just at the top of your head and you kind of toy around with it sometimes. Good God Almighty. Thank you, Lord. I'm talking when you absolutely have the assurity that this I, this too shall pass. I'm going to check in because I'm looking I'm looking to see what happened today. I'm looking to see God have a miracle. I'm looking for your aneurysm to to rupture and and for the doctors to still say you're okay, I'm looking for them to say that you had a mild heart attack or a stroke or 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 your lungs were shutting down, or a blood clot was there, whatever it is. I'm looking to say, and and we don't know what happened. Good God Almighty, we don't know what happened. That's what you got. Your mind has got to be in the mode. This too shall pass. This is going. I'm not getting excited about it. I'm not getting any anxiety about it. He said, "Worry about nothing. Keep it moving." That's right. Uh-oh, there goes somebody. Hold on. Let me go to that. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your for your confirmations. Now, watch this. Did he do it or not? see you're healing did he you got to ask yourself did he do it or not if he did it now now again sometimes god can do one thing and the next thing you know you discredit him for the next good god almighty he did that one thing and then you discredit him for this other thing he did this other thing did god you got to ask yourself did god do it or not if god did it then give him credit Keep it moving. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank him. Thank him that he gives you every good and perfect gift. I don't have it highlighted. I got to take a moment right now and highlight it. See, this is how I do when I'm studying. And then when I'm giving a lesson, then it hit me. Listen, every good and perfect gift, James chapter 1, verse 17, responds with joy to his benefit showered on you as his heir, now again, I expected why, because I am his child, I expected why, because I am his heir. This is coming to me, Thank you, God, that I don't have to do like the prodigal son and ask for my blessing now. Give me mine right now. Uh uh-uh. He's already giving it to me now. He's already sharing it. Now what I've got to do is keep my head on straight while I go through trials and tribulations. Keep my head on straight when I'm going through ups and downs. Keep it moving. It says here, in all your ways, acknowledge him. You know we did this. Proverbs 3 and 36. This is one that you need to embed if you just acknowledge him. I'm telling you, I was on the road the other day, had 24 trips to get. I was going to be off the road. Those trips happened so smooth, it happened so fast, it spun my head. Boom, 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 it's over. 2.30, I'm off the road and going to do some other things, working for the, and let me tell you something, had to pause for a moment when I hit the door, and just, God, thank you, thank you, thank you. I was working on something else, guess what? But while I was working on that, God, thank you. Thank you. You're so faithful. Thank you, Lord. You got to get into this. If you don't get into this mode, let me tell you something. You are never, I don't believe. Now, you tell me, you know, I, I never got into this mode, and I am very exuberant about him. You, When you're exuberant about him, it's because, again, you have embedded into your mind the thoughts of how good he is. When you say, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path, do you believe it? He will make your path, in this translation, I don't know which one it is, it's in the book, he will make your path straight. And when I think of it, I think about the other day. And I'm not talking about old, dry, dusty, thank you, Holy Ghost, dusty uh, testimonies. I got fresh ones. Every day something else is happening. And I'm telling you, when when you get on this tip, you say, you're not saying it because Pastor said it, that you're his favorite. You got to say it because that's what he said you are. He favors you. So when he favors you, it it enhances your praise. When he favors you, it enhances your thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. It enhances it. It multiplies it. It gives it that exuberance. Keep it moving. Question. Here's a question here. What shall I render to the Lord? This is the next scripture. For all his benefits towards me. And then you sit down and you can list them. List all them benefits. Listen, that's what keeps you out of the, oh, woe is me. Nobody knows the trouble I see kind of mentality. To you I shall offer a sacrifice. I put an arrow there. I highlighted it, and, and, and I ain't do nothing else with it. A sacrifice. you got to understand your praise, your thanksgiving. It's a sacrifice. Sometimes when I'm, I'm praying, I'm sitting down. Then sometimes I'm standing up. Sometimes I'm clapping with my hands in front of me. Sometimes I'm lifting my hands above my head and just praising him. It's early a.m., and I'm just praising him. Why? He ain't even did anything this day. He, yes, yes, yes. I understand. He allowed me to wake up. He allowed no, no danger overnight. Right now, starting this day, he hasn't done anything. And I'm praising him. Why? Because I'm praising you, God, for what you're getting ready to do. I know this day is going to be a blessed day. I know you're going to make me laugh. I know you're going to reveal yourself to me. I know you're going to show me some magnificent things. This is the kind of thing you do before. It's a sacrifice. Why are you getting up so early? I'm sacrificing that sleep. I'm sacrificing some other things that folks don't know about. I'm sacrifice. I got to sacrifice. And guess what? I do it as unto the Lord. All, watch it, all I do is unto the glory of God. Lord, let everything I do be unto the glory of God. Let you not be displeased with any, good God Almighty, anything I do say or think. Sacrifice of thanksgiving and call upon the name of the Lord. Psalms 116 and 12. And seventeen, Psalms one sixteen twelve. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Twelve and seventeen. Oh God. Okay, that that um, I did that with James one seventeen, James one seventeen, Proverbs three and six. Here we go. An attitude of gratitude. You got to say right there. You find things. Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you. What did this, this happen? Lord, thank you. That didn't happen. Lord, thank you. I, I do a whole lot of that. When, when, when this didn't happen, this could have happened. Somebody pulled in front of you and slam on the brakes. You see an accident almost up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. That could have ended another way. That could have continued. Thank you, God. Another way. An attitude of gratitude, watch this, washes away negative and purifies your soul. We're going to get into that soulless thing. We got into the heart, and we're going to continue to deal with the heart. Your heart is your deep thoughts, and you've got to watch with those things. You've got to watch that, that foundational way of thinking, that, that if you've got a nasty foundational way of thinking, that's your heart. And that's why that hinders you from doing some things. That hinders you from advancing. That hinders you from getting the close relationship that you want to get with God because down at the foundation of who you are, you're nasty. You're vindictive. You are a get-back kind of person. If you get me, I'm going to get you back. Good God Almighty. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you get me, I'm going to get you back. And if you've got that mentality, if that's at the heart of who you are, at the core of who you are, listen, God is not looking at what you tell other people. God is not looking at what you teach. He's looking at how you think at the foundational level. What is your fil- What does your filter look like? And when you filter it through that foolishness, when you filter it through that negative way of thinking, then God says, I can't use you. It's not what comes out of your mouth. I'm sorry, it's not what goes in your mouth that defiles you. It's what comes out of your mouth. It says, out of the mouth, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. I think it's out of the out of the 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 heart what does it say hold on a second it says out of the mm, heart, heart what does that say okay out of the heart comes the issues there we go here we go, watch this. And and you've got to understand this. It's important for you to know this at the foundational level. Here we go. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, God. Uh, what translation do we want to look at? Look at look at the King James. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts. Out of the heart, out of your deep thoughts, proceeds evil thoughts. Murders, adulterers, fornication, theft. False witness, blasphemy. Out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts. So you got to be very, very careful because out of the depth of your heart, that's what's going to come out of your mouth. And when it comes out of your mouth, you got to know that this is what you're thinking about. Now, here, go Thank you, God. Here you go. You're going to try to, mm, you're going to try to bless God's name with that nasty heart. You're gonna to try to put a cloak over it and act like it. Is. Here they go. You moved into the apartment building and you're looking at the walls. They're white, but they're bumpy. And in some spots, the white is not even. They didn't prime it, and they painted right over. Didn't thank you, Lord. They didn't sand it. They didn't sand down the wall. They didn't prime the wall. They didn't even use paint with primer mixed in it. So now you see the bumps and everything from the old walls, the, 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 the impact of different folks hitting the wall, bumping stuff up against the wall, and then also you got the other color bleeding through. The first paint job wasn't good, and then when they painted white over it, whitewash, then... They, they painted over it, and it's bleeding through, and now they're going to give it to you and say, we put a fresh coat of paint on it. Yes, you did put a fresh coat of paint over it, right over the old paint, and and you didn't sand it, and you didn't put primer on it, and it looks horrible. That's what you try to offer, here you go, and then they present it to you, this is your new apartment. No, it's not a new apartment. This is a whitewashed apartment, and I don't want it represented like that. God doesn't want you coming through to him, trying to lift up your hands, and we're going to talk about that, lifting up and blessing his name, and you got all this mess going on. Like he can't see it. Hold on a second. Here you go. You're walking into the apartment building. Hold on a second. Open that window for me. They're showing it to you in the dark so it doesn't show up. Open the window. When you open the window, let that sunlight come in. Let that natural light come in. You're going to see it's going, all that's going to bleed through. Let the light come. Come on, y'all. I hope you hear where I'm going. Let the light come into your life, and it's going to shine, and it's going to show you the darkness it's going to show you that at your core you still got issues. Here we go. Thank you, God. It says here, praise application. And this is where I love to say. Say, I love to have the Bible. I love the historical value of it. I love to, even more so, how does it apply to my life? How does this apply to my life? The application, this is the action of putting something into operation and some folks read but that's all they do they just read it it says don't be just a hearer of the word james chapter 1 verse 22 can we run there real quick okay look at james chapter one twenty-two. thank you holy ghost because i was getting ready oh i cannot Ugh. oh it did it too thank you god All right, i put chapter 1, 22 through 255, 22 to 25, 22 to 25. Watch this. I'm going to read it quickly. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. That's James chapter 1, verse 22 to 25. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me hit it again so it'll take off them last two. When I put 225, it must have took it all the way to the end. All right, here we go. Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. And this is a thing that you, again, that's some, a trick of the enemy, thinking. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass, for he beholdeth himself and goes his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. He looks in the mirror. He sees things that's messed up. Your hair is out of place. You got something in the corner of your eye and something, I don't know what it is, a lint or something stuck on the side of your face. You walk away and act like you didn't see it. Verse number 25 says, But whosoever looking into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, therein he being not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed, God Almighty. He shall be blessed in his deeds. The reason that you're going to get, listen, this is why you claim the promises that what I'm doing, I'm going to be blessed. I'm going to get tips. I'm going to be prosperous. I'm going to get a bonus. I'm going to be fruitful. I'm going to multiply. Whatever I do is going to be blessed. Why? I am a do what I see in the word to do. That's what I practice. And I've got the promise of God that when I do that, guess what? I'm going to be blessed. I'm expecting to be blessed. My bills are blessed. My dentist is blessed. My doctor is blessed. My financial advisors are blessed. My wife is blessed. My children are blessed. Well, it doesn't look like this. It doesn't look like that person. I listen, it's coming. It is on the way. Why? Because when they are affiliated with me, listen, I carry the blessing with me. I am the. I am favored by God. I am God's favorite. I am healed. I'm whole and I'm strong. And I'm not just talking. I'm not trying to get an amen. I'm trying to get you to realize this is the promise that God gave us. And many times what you will find out is that when Jesus came, people would not believe him. If they didn't see a miracle right there in front of their eyes, if he walked away and just gave them the word, listen, some folks would not believe. If he didn't show them the gloom and the doom, Ananias and Sapphira dropping dead for lying to the Holy Ghost, listen they would not believe. If they didn't see multiplied fish and multiplied bread, they would not believe. I've never seen a withered hand become whole. I've never seen a a crippled leg right in front of my face. I've never seen it. I've never seen blinded eyes open. I've seen blinded spiritual eyes open. I've had my blinded spiritual eyes open, but I've never seen a blind person that I know is blind receive their sight and I know his promises is real and I still know that he can do it and that's what you have to develop even if I don't see it God I believe you no I wasn't there at creation but I believe God made me and until you get there let me tell you something that's got to be at your core keep it moving The application, it says here, we did that, James chapter 1. I hope you wrote it down, 22 to 25. With these thoughts, begin to praise and thank him. Early in the morning, Father, I thank you. Press your love and adoration for him. Express. I put press. I put press because I didn't see the other X. Express your love. Press your love. Press your love. Express your love. Thank you, Holy Ghost and adoration for him, acknowledge his attributes. And this is very, very powerful. In the names of God, chapter 9 is going to go over that. The following seven Hebrew expressions of praise from the Old Testament. Now watch this. Here's a question. For everything God does, does he get praise or thanks? You got to ask yourself that. For everything that he does, do you think he gets praise or thanks? And what you got to do in your life is make it a quest that everything he does in my life, he gets praise or thanks or both. Everything he does. And I don't want to do it this way, but sometimes you got to do it this way, Lord, for everything you did this day. Thank you. Some folks live day after day, I hate to tell you. But listen, even as you close out the day, you know how you got to do it. Cash out the drawer. Make sure everything balances. All the money, all the credit cards, all the checks. Make sure everything balances. If there's a difference, you gotta go back and research and find out what happened. Was it is it is the money, is the cash off or is it credit card? Was off. It was did anybody write any check. Okay, we had no checks? Okay, good. So it's, it's between credit cards and cash. Anything else? You gotta check it. At the end of the day, do you go? Do you do you do a quick summary of what happened that day and say, Lord, thank you. Let, thank you for letting me find a, a missing item. Thank you for um, um, letting the air condition. I don't know if I told you about the air condition situation, but the air condition went out. Had someone to come in to look at it of what they were supposed to come in. They never came in. So I went out there and looked at it myself. Was able to figure out a few things, looking at YouTube videos, things that can go wrong. Went in there, checked it all out, connected things that looked like they could be, excuse me, not tight, reconnected them, swept it out, cleaned it out, vacuumed it out, put some new fuses in it, started it back up. Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Since I've done that, it wasn't working. House was hot. Two days, uh, no air condition. And 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 now, to me, and and it could. I I hope it's not my imagination because you know it, I, I could just be blowing it up. It seems like the air condition is cooler now. I tightened up some things. Put some of that duct tape, uh, uh, insulated uh, tape, on the on the shell of it that's in the house. Connected those fuse on the outside of the house. Tighten up screws all around the heat pump out there. It sounds quieter. You know, the unit in the backyard. It now sounds quieter. What, what else? It also feels cooler in the house. I'm still thanking him. Why? That is anywhere between, uh, uh, let's say, 60 and probably 75 and up. So you've got to learn, God, thank you. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing. Thank you. Now, thank you, Holy Ghost. He said, at the end of the day, do you go back and thank him for what he did? Have you, listen, has it been years since you had a practice? This habit thing is is big. This habit thing is big. Where you lay down, and when you lay down, you watch the news or you watch your show, and you go on off to sleep, and you never said thank you. Are you one of those bombarding thank you? Are you one of those over-the-top kind of thank you people where it's the same thing? And here it is days later, I'm still thanking them for the air condition. Here we go. We're going to spend a few minutes right here at the top of page 54. Here we go. Running through, when I say the top, it's those bullets, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They did say it was seven. It's seven bullets. Now, again, when I did my research, you started looking, when it says TODA, one of the uh, Todah descriptions where it says sacrifice of thanksgiving or praise and render thanksgiving or praise, Psalms 42 and 4, Psalm 42 and 4, that's chapter 42, verse 4, and chapter 100, verse 4. You will find that these are expressions. when You've you, you got to say it to yourself. I understand that the Hebrew, you, you may look at this as just learning Hebrew, and this is what they did, and it really does not apply to you. That's why I said I love to say in this in this area of application that where you do it, have you ever found yourself lifting up holy hands at home? Why? Because it means something to me. It means it's surrendering, extending. Now, when I was looking it up, it says extending, extending of the hands for Toda. And what I also saw, that many of them, they cross over. So you got praise in this one, but you got praise in, in the three more of them or four more. You got Thanksgiving in it, but you got Thanksgiving in some of the other ones. So a lot of it, depending on where it is in the application in the Bible, how it applies, you're going to find out that they cross, the definitions cross over. Yod, yada. I believe it's pronounced yada. Y-A-D-A-H. Toda, number one, T O W D A H. Because I'm always mindful that there's somebody on the line who does not. They don't have the book, and if you don't have the book, then it's going to be difficult for you to follow along. Toda, however, you can do it. Uh, face a challenge, meet the challenge. Now. That one was given of thanks, thanksgiving or praise, to render thanksgiving or praise. But also you can find it where it says extending the hand. Now, please, when you see these different um, uh, ways of praising, let me tell you something. This is your offering. Now, I understand you bring your offering, and some folks, they really need, I'm telling you, they really need a teaching on the offering because they don't understand. When you bring your five dollars and when you know you could have squeezed out $15 or $20, let me tell you something. You are messing up your offering. You don't bring no uh, one-eyed uh, sheep. You don't bring a gimp leg sheep. You don't bring a, a, a sheep got something going on with his hair and part of his hair falling. You don't bring that to God. When you bring anything to God, you got to make sure it's your very best. And God recognizes that you recognize this is not my very best, but this is what I'm going to give something. Amen. I understand. Now, the preacher is going to say, yeah, we got bills to pay. So if you want to bring that five, bring that five. Please bring that five. Why? Because we got bills to pay. But we're not God. This is your relationship with him. And that's why, again, God will show you. I'm asking God for blessings financially. He will show you, listen, son, you are messing up your blessing. Why? Because you got money that you owe people that you're not paying. If he tells you that, then you got to get it right. And when you start to see this is your praise, when 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 you offer your financial or when you offer up your gift of praise. Listen, you don't give him no little half-hearted praise. You give somebody else more exuberant praise than that. The next one said yada, Y-A-D-A-H. This one really focuses on throwing the hands into the air. Hands out, outward, hands outward to throw them up in the air. When you do that, listen, inside you, at your core, in your heart, you got to know what that means to you. Have you ever seen somebody say, lift up your hands, lift up your hands in this place, lift up those holy hands in this place? And you see people, they're just kind of like half-hearted, like uh, uh, you, you, you never see a cheerleader who is not all into it. This is the team. You had to break your neck and pass the trials to get on the team, and, and, and now you're getting out on the field. You done made the squad, and you're going to give up some half praise. On, uh-uh. It ain't supposed to happen. Write these scriptures down, please. Psalms 67 and 3. 67 and 3. Now follow me. You got Psalms 107. I'm going to give you three, no, four verses. 8, 15, 21. 31 I'm going to do it one more time. Psalms 107, 8, verse 8, 15, 21, and 31. And again, please, as you go into your praise, make your confessions. Throw your hands up. Thrust them. Cast them from throw 'em Throw them up. God, I love you. Thank you, God. I'm throwing my hands up. I surrender to you. I'm throwing my hands up. I praise you. I lift them up. I magnify you. It's got to mean something to you. We should never have to ask for acts of praise in the sanctuary. You should just be doing it. And then when you're holding it back, when you take this kind of see, and that's why I know why the enemy fights people from Sunday school, fights people from Bible study makes the church more about just sitting and listening to the preacher. When you sit and listen to the preacher and you hear something, every now and then that hand ought to go up. Why? I identify with that. Amen. Amen. Raise your hand. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I hear it. That's what I tell Deacon Angela. Yeah, she in the hospital. I told her, I see why. The enemy is always asking, can I attack her? Can I attack her? Can I attack her? Can I touch her body? Can I mess with her mind? Can I mess with their kids? Both her and Pastor Johnson. I know why. Why? Because she is one. When she hear it, she let out a praise of of exuberant. Oh, hey, it means something because I can identify with that. God, you're good. All right? Barak, here's another one, giving thanks and praise because he has given out his abundance. When God blesses you, listen, when you're in expectation of a blessing, thank you, God. Great God from Zion. When you're in expectation, how about praising him in advance? How about I'm not going to wait until he bless me, I'm going to praise him right now. How about you started getting up, praising them for the new job, and you praised them for a year, but you didn't realize that you was getting ready to get blessed real good. You praised them for a year, and, and with expectation, God, you're going to get me off this job where I got a headache all the time. You're going to get me off this job where they're not paying me properly. You're going to get me off this job where they give me a raise, and then they turn around and take the money by putting fees that I got to pay for something else like parking or whatever. You're going to get me off God. I'm praising you, and I'm, pray- I'm letting you know that I'm in expectation of a blessing in this area. It's giving me a headache. I'm stressing over it, and I don't want to stress. I don't want to displease you with this stress. I don't want to worry. God, I'm praising you in advance. I'm believing you to show me a miracle. Show me a miracle. I'm going to testify that I praise you in advance, and I praise you. It took almost a year. Okay, with you, it took two years. With you, it took three years. But you got to learn how to be in expectation. That's Barak. And those scriptures are Psalms 31, 21, 31, 21. That's chapter 31, verse 21. Psalms 63 and 4. Psalms 63 and 4. And Psalm 95 and 6. Adoration. Watch this one. Barak, it actually says to kneel. Come on now. When you get down, you know, you say, somebody Barak him. Somebody Barak him. Somebody Barak him. Hold on, I got to answer. Bam. Somebody Barak him. And then when they say Barak him, somebody in there kneeled down. Somebody just went to thanking him. Thank you, God. Can we praise him? Listen, you, you better know it. You, you, you're you going to get quiet within, you count it for yourself. Within about five seconds, ten seconds, you say, come on, let's lift him up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Glory to God. And the next thing you know, less than ten seconds, they didn't stopped. I love it because it's a, it's almost mandatory that when the president is going to give his State of the Union address, I think it's called State of the Union Address. When he comes in and and he marches down, listen, they stand up and they applaud. And they're going to applaud for at least close to a minute, if not more. I need to look it up. The Holy Ghost just dropped it on me. I need to look it up. They're going to applaud. I'll never forget it was a Michael Jackson concert. We have it on DVD. Michael Jackson came up out of the floor. Boom. Bam. And when he came up. Bam, he landed. They shot him out like a a rocket. Boom, he goes up in the air. Bam, and he lands. And he stands there as still as a mannequin. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And the crowd goes crazy. They are shaking their hands. Good God Almighty. They're closing their eyes and screaming at the top of their lungs. Veins are popping out of their neck. Tears are coming down their eyes. Why? Because it's Michael Jackson. My God, it's Michael. They're literally taking people out of the stadium. They're taking them out of the arena. They're lifting them up. They are fainting. It's Michael Jackson, and he's just standing there. Then all of a sudden, the music goes. When the music goes, he moves. His head moves or something. When he does that, they lose their mind again. They take their crazy praise to a whole nother level. And do you know what? I thank God for us being able to see that, because that's a great example of what we're supposed to do without being coached. These people are not being coached. They don't have anybody. They, they don't have anybody with a sign up saying applaud. They do it on their own. When you get up in the morning and you see the birds, when you get up in the morning, and you see the sun rising again, when you get up in the morning, and the green grass, when you get up in the morning, refrigerator full, when you get up in the morning, air condition still working, when you get up in the morning. Go to the closet, closet full. When you get up in the morning, no pink slip on your door. When you get up in the morning. Check the answering service. Nobody has called and said you lost your job. When you get up in the morning, you did not get a call throughout the night. Did a family member die? When you get up, come on, somebody. When you get up in the morning, you the first thing, God, thank you. Hallelujah to your name. Listen. I just thought about it. I can see me now. It's 4 a.m. in the morning. It could be 5 a.m. It could be 6 a.m. And you standing somewhere in your house and you yelling and screaming. You waking up your neighbors. You got a semi-attached home. On one side it's attached. The other side is not. And that neighbor that it's attached to is wondering, what is wrong with you? You done lost your mind. Don't you know it's 3 a.m. in the morning? What are you screaming about over there? Because God is good. God, I thank you. I thank you. You barack him. You, you, you kneel down. Hallelujah. Let me see what just happened. I heard a sound. Okay, everything looks like it's okay. Thank you, God. Okay, let's keep it moving. Here we go. Halil. Halil. That's H-A-L-A-L. That one, clamorously. Foolishly, you ever seen people just laughing? I've seen people uh, where the minister uh, uh, blew his hand over them, and again, whether you believe it or not, that's up to you. Hey, you got to keep it moving. The minister took his hand and swoosh over there by these people, and they just start laughing. You say, well, what does that got to do with the Bible? Psalms fifty-six and four. Psalms fifty-six and four. And and you know Psalms 150, that's our favorite, so I'm gonna go to that one real quick. Psalm 150, and we're looking at what? 1 and 2. Alright. You know what it says. It says, Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in the sanctuary. <laughs> we don't need the worship leader to tell us. The Bible tells us praise him in the sanctuary. Praise him with with the firmament, in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. I'm talking be exuberant. Praise him under the open skies. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his magnificent greatness. This is, listen, when we come into the sanctuary, this is your sole purpose. I'm coming in. You're coming in to meet people. You're coming in to to socialize. You're coming in to catch up on the rumor mill. You're coming in, again, to, because you, you want to make sure that you get your special seat. Uh-uh. You're coming in to praise him. I'm praising him for his mighty acts. Here you go. Next one. Did I do the scriptures 56 and 4? And it looks like all of my psalms, fifty-six and four, and then 150, one fifty-one and two, Zama, Zama, Z A M A R, celebration with the instruments, Tahila, T E H I L L A H, Tahila, and then the last one is Shabbat, Shabbat hymn. And, again, I'm not going through all the definitions. Those are just different. Um, yes, I am, but I'm going to do it quickly. The, uh, celebrate on an instrument. That's the zamar. Skillfully. String instruments. That's zamar. Tehillah. Praise him. A psalm, a hymn, or by chorus. A psalm, a hymn, or by chorus. A dancing. tahila means the dance. So when you get your little dance on, and again, here it goes in the church, people started uh, um, really being excited. I think back in the day they were really excited, and their dance looked like they were out of control. They were jumping all around, really just losing it because they were just so happy. So then people started saying, well, because they're happy, and that's the way they did it, that's the way I got to do it in order to be just like, no, no, no. If if your dance is not all out of control, you're not falling all into the pew and you're just happy and you just get a little two-step, it almost looks like you're just jogging in place. It's nothing wrong. That's your praise. Everybody is trying to mimic other folks and trying to do it because I want to get what they got. I want to get the recognition. I want to get the acknowledgement that they get. Listen, you're doing the wrong thing and you're going to get the wrong results or you're going to get the results. Of doing the wrong thing, which is no results at all. You have your reward. You look like them. You have your reward. You look like them. Come on, somebody. You wonder why it's not working because you're trying to shout the way they shout. Uh uh-uh. uh. You got to recognize yes, you can get your shout on, you can really move your feet, you can get the running in place and then you can be okay a a second afterwards. Why? We do it at the football game. We do it at the basketball game. We do it when the the artist walk out, the entertainer walks out on the stage. But for some odd reason, we feel that when we praise God, we got to lose our mind and fall out because that makes me genuine. No, God don't play that foolishness. And I can't tell you that it's foolishness. For you, you got to be able to tell you. You got to be able to hear God when God says, I don't want you mimicking them. I want your own praise. And I definitely don't want you shouting to the point where you hurt yourself. Help me, God. Okay, and then Shabbat, no scriptures, Shabbat, praise, because I want to move on. I got this last nine minutes, and I want to move on and get to this to this bottom right here. Shabbat, we did that one. And again, adoration towards the power, the glory, and sanctity of the Lord. Praise, watch this, praise God for his mighty acts and deeds. So again, we got the same thing. The triumph in a In a loud voice, okay? Now watch this. This is where I really wanted to get. I want to finish up with this down here. It says, a joyful way to start your prayer is to choose a song or several verses from the Bible and read each expression of praise out loud. And I'm telling you, there is some scriptures that will just set you. I will never forget it. We were having prayer meeting in the house, at my house, and we was reading it, and the scripture said he is the Lord of hosts, and I've read it over and over again. But during prayer meeting, when I read that he is the Lord of hosts, oh, my goodness, it ran through me. He is, I, I mean, I just really got a, a, a idea of him being the Lord of hosts. I just could picture the host that he's the Lord of. Watch this. Keep it moving. It says here, this will energize your spirit, and it sure enough will. Psalms 145 to 150, you can read those. Listen, here we go. Why will it energize your spirit? Why does this energize your spirit? because watch this, you may not know him, and I think I'm gonna end i may no no no, I may be able to get 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 that paragraph down. Here you go. Watch these scriptures right here somebody I don't know I think somebody needs this. 14, John 14 and 9. I know this blessed me. John 14 and 9 says, Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? Listen, After all this time you've been with the Lord, you you should know him. The disciples was walking with him and seeing miracles and did not know who he was. How can you be in the church all this time and you really not know him? And part of the reason, because you got to seek him. See, you don't want that Matthew 7 and 23 experience, turn from me, I never knew you. You want to get to know him now. That's why I said, how much do you know him as much as you know his word? It will energize you. When you start reading the song, listen, you are praying, you are reverencing him, and you are going into praise. And when you feel, see, some folks feel their prayer, we're talking about prayer, they feel their prayer. We say, well, Pastor, it seems like we're talking about praise. No, we're talking about prayer. And in your prayer, when you know how much God already said he's going to handle, you can fill your prayer with praise. Watch this. The 145 to 150 are especially good because they exalt God for his goodness. Number one, for his goodness. See, when you know for his love, number two, his love, number three, his power. That's what you that's what you pray when 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 they say oh my goodness Deacon Angela is in the hospital it says she's in the hospital it says she's in the hospital God I thank you for being a healer I thank you, God. You, no, no, no. Somebody may pray, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I pray that you that you can direct the doctor's hands. God already directing the doctor's hands for those who love him. I know that she loves him. He already direct. He already in the midst. He's already doing something with it. He's already exposing her to the enemy because God don't do no evil. He exposed her and said, yes, she can handle it. Yes, this family can handle it. Why? Because they love me. And this is what I do. I begin to praise him for his healing virtue. I be- begin to praise him for his faithfulness. I begin to praise him for his ability to know all things and to work on behalf of the believer. I'm thanking you in advance for, for well, how are you going to thank him? And, and we ain't got the reports yet because I know what my God said he's going to do. See, you start praising what? For his goodness. Praise him especially for his love. Praise him for his power. Praise him for, number four, his holiness. Praise him for his wisdom. He knows more than the doctors. He can control the doctors. He can whisper in the doctors I thank you, O God, for whispering in the doctor's ear what to do. I thank you, O God, for changing the atmosphere in the hospital to handle one of your favorites, for his greatness. I thank you for your glory. I thank you for so many times in the Bible. What you doing thanking God? They said, to she in the hospital? Don't you want to call on God? Listen, I'm calling on God in advance for what I already know he's doing. Your confidence has got to be that's your child. Listen, good God Almighty. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You know what they did? They shouted the victory before the walls came down. They shouted the victory. That's one of the things Deacon Angelo was sharing with me about that shout the victory thing. You got to learn how to shout the victory all the time before you see it, before the walls. Oh, God, you're in the midst of this. Oh, God, we thank you for the blessing. You got to, that's, listen, if you know God, then you know it's going to work out for his good. And it's going to work out for our good. I hope you heard me. It's going to work out for his good. And it's going to work out for our good. Somebody got to be sick in order for him to show that he's a healer. Somebody got to be set out to know that he's a provider. Somebody got to experience some tragedy to know that he's a deliverer. Come on, let's get them all. Number five, wisdom. Number six, his greatness. Number seven, his glory. Number eight, his majesty. Start with 145, 1 through 7. You just start reading through it. And when you read through it, I'm going to stop right there. I'm not going to get into it. I'm going to put my number right there. What would that be? September the 26th. I'm going to August the 1st. What am I doing August? Help me, God. So August, September, October. October the 3rd, right? Because it was, right, Wednesday the 26th. Wednesday the third. Okay, I'm putting it right here. 10, 3. because when I get over here, I w- I want to take my time. Mm 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 mm. What's happening? All right. Um. So so that's that. We're gonna pick up right there at the bottom. Um. I will exalt you. I pray that it starts to transform your prayers. I pray to God that you start to know that that God has already promised you and what he promised you, he will do. He said, I will protect you. When you're my child, I will keep you. You are blessed going out, blessed going in. When something happens, guess what? God, you are in control, and I thank you for taking care of this. I thank you for taking care of this. I trust you. When I don't see it, I trust you. When I do see it, I trust you. When I see it, I thank you. Amen? Amen. God bless you. God willing, I'll talk to you on October the 3rd, not August. That'll be 2019. God bless.